Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Today, I want to talk about anger and resentment, and I know that this is such a difficult place for so many couples to navigate. And so I wanted to share with you some things that I've seen that help, some things that I've seen that really don't help, and hopefully give you some tools and direction to how to navigate moments when understandably the wife is just feeling so angry and hurt and resentful about the past decisions or maybe present decisions that her husband's making. And so one thing that I think is so helpful to recognize is that anger is very, very normal. And there's a good reason why anger exists in our, you know, in our, in our, in our human like emotional vocabulary. And more, way, way more often than not, anger is going to be one of the first things that a spouse experiences upon finding out that there's been betrayal. There's a, I remember, uh, just again, to kind of normalize this, one of the people that I had on my podcast early, early on, I think in like within the first six episodes was a woman named TC. And she was willing to come on and speak from a spouse's perspective. And she has gone through this herself and has since kind of established, you know, she she likes to give back and help support or encourage or almost like mentor other women who are going through this. She's got like a small little Facebook group and uh, really doing just, I don't know, she's doing good work and just being an example of the possibility of growth and healing. And she's been in the trenches. And I remember, like, I'll, I'll never forget her story. I remember when I was listening to her speak on another podcast, she was telling her story about when her husband disclosed to her that he was struggling with pornography and he had been for years and she literally had no idea. And some women, a lot of women can get, they get the sense that something's wrong in the relationship. They don't really know what it is. They can't quite put their finger on it, but there's just something that feels off for her. She had no idea that something was wrong in the relationship. And so she shared her whole story about how her husband brought their church leader over to the house to help support in the conversation. The husband had been working with the church leader just to get some direction and guidance and figure out how to navigate this and get some help. And so they set up this time where they went home. The uh, leader was at the house there with them and he disclosed to her uh, with all three of them there about this secret pornography use that had been happening for, I can't remember how many years, maybe over a decade. And as I was listening, this is again, these like really impactful, you know, you know where you are when something, something happens, you know, a, a powerful memory, when something leaves an impression on you, you remember, you kind of, you know where you are, and you know what's happening around you. And I remember being in the kitchen, doing some cleaning, listening on my, you know, earphones in the podcast. And her response after hearing that her husband had been doing this for over a decade, her response was to get up, walk across the room and put his hand, put her hand on his shoulder and say, wow, that must have been really hard for you to tell me that. Thank you. And I remember this, this is such an unusual response. So, so uncommon. I remember being in the kitchen and literally out loud, audibly, I said the word, what? Like, I could not believe that that's how she responded to that because of how 
again, unusual that is. I'm not saying good or bad. It's just the, the experience that she described is very, very different than most of the women who I talk, who I speak with, whose first reaction is shock. Of course, hers was too. There's shock and disbelief, but then the anger comes out. And for her, she had moments of that, of course. That was just the initial response. And of course, there are moments of frustration and disbelief and shock and anger that happened for her too. So I just wanted to share that story to really normalize. It's so common for it to be the other way where instantly there's a negative or I wouldn't even say the word negative because really anger is not negative. It's just an emotion. It's an intense emotion. But there's an intense reaction to finding out there's been betrayal and deception and hiding and lying in the relationship for however many years. And so I just wanted to share with you, it's very, very normal, husbands especially, for you to hear that anger is a normal reaction to this situation. And to understand it is a part of how to diffuse it. And I'm not saying that the wife is somebody that needs to be managed. I'm saying that because the so many women that I talk about or talk with rather, they don't like feeling angry. They want the anger to be diffused. So they're not the problem that needs to be managed. Rather, anger is this very intense, overwhelming emotion that she often also wants to be diffused because so many women that I work with tell me that they don't like the person that they've become. They don't like the intensity of the anger that they feel, the rage that they feel, the lashing out, the their response to their anger, they that's not them. They don't like how that feels. And so in order to diffuse the anger for the sake of her and for him and the relationship, there's a few things that I want to encourage you guys to do. Share just a couple more thoughts on this. One of the first ways to do that is to recognize that anger has a purpose. It's a legitimate emotion. It's there for a reason. And so often the purpose of it is for that part of a person to come out and say, what happened here was wrong. It's taking a stand against what has been happening and to really reinforce that that was not okay. The anger can come out and say, this cannot keep happening anymore. Or I didn't deserve this. How could this have happened? I did not deserve for these secrets to be held in the relationship. I did not deserve to have you go outside of the relationship mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever, on whatever level it happened. The anger comes out to protect against getting hurt and to stand up for what's wrong and to be adamant about what needs to change so the relationship really can heal. So recognizing that that is one of the fundamental purposes of anger is to take a stand and to protect us. Then it makes it a little easier to start to navigate because then you can work with it in a different way. Again, it's not something to be managed and to put a lid on. Rather, we want to give space for the intention and the purpose of it and really start to meet the need underneath it. And so what can be very, very tricky about all this is despite the anger being a normal human emotion that happened, that is a response to this kind of pain, there's, there's a difficulty in a, a, a roadblock or a, I don't want to say danger, but like there's a, it can become a big problem when the anger gets locked in place. 
and it does not move. And it's a problem for her because, again, she doesn't like how this feels. It wears on her body. I've worked with women who stayed stuck in their anger for many, many months, sometimes years. And after, there's one woman in particular who I remember working with. She was locked into this anger and it had such a massive toll on her health physically, on her emotional health and her spiritual health. It was not good for her, and she acknowledges that. And in the moment, she just had such a hard time breaking through. And so often I see one of three different scenarios when a disclosure happens or a discovery happens where one scenario is a wife will recognize, oh, this has been happening. I had no idea that this has been happening. Now that we know, I couldn't put my finger on what was wrong, but now that I know what this is, I want to work with you and we just need to get this out of our relationship because the husband is not the enemy in this. The pornography is what comes between them. And yes, the husband is making the decision to go to it. When couples can unite and recognize this is coming between us, how do we get through this together? And yes, the husband, of course, is responsible for doing his individual work or working on his addiction or habit or pattern or whatever degree it's escalated. But when a wife, there again, there's one of three scenarios that I've seen. A wife can understand, okay, this is what's been happening. Now we can put a name and a label and and, and, uh, have some clarity with what this is. We can actually attack this and get beyond this. And then one scenario is when they come together, husband does his work, and the wife is coming together with him in the relationship to create something different with him as he's doing his work and as he's bringing a new self to the relationship. And then they're able to actually very quickly move past this. It doesn't have to take, again, traditional recovery talks about it taking three years. Traditional recovery doesn't even do couples work for 18 months sometimes. I just feel like that's such a missed opportunity because if the husband gets clarity and direction on how to be different in the marriage and how to create safety for her, I want to leverage that so that she can start to feel better so she's not alone in this. And so that's one situation that I've seen. Couples come together, they see what the problem is, he gets the tools he needs, she gets the direction and support and tools she needs, the relationship heals and they move forward. The other one is the opposite. It's the other side of the continuum, which is she finds out that there's been this problem, it completely shatters the relationship and she tells him that she can no longer stay with him anymore. The trust is too far gone. There's been too much pain, too much damage, too much dishonesty. And so it's the other side of the spectrum where the relationship dissolves and it just doesn't work. More common is this in-between where there is a desire to move forward, but there's so much hurt and pain and anger there. It takes some time to process, to unpack, to heal and resolve that. And a subset of that in between is when the anger gets locked in place and they couples can stay stuck in that place for many, many months, sometimes years, where the anger just takes a toll on her health. The lashing out takes a toll on his emotional well-being and his optimism and his desire to and motivation to restore the relationship the intensity of the anger just breaks him down to the point where he feels discouraged and is not sure how to move past this 
And so this is the situation that I want to speak to right now. I, I recognize that this is just such a hard spot to be in for both people because the wife doesn't want to be a person who she isn't. Yet when the anger gets locked in, it's very difficult for that to kind of, for there to be some movement there. So what do you do in these situations? One of the things that I recommend, like I mentioned earlier, is to recognize the anger has a purpose. And if you can understand what it is and acknowledge it and work with it and get the needs met that are underneath the anger, specifically the need of change, the need of safety, the need to be different, the, the need to follow through, the need to be honest, right? That's really what the anger comes out in protests against is not having those things in place. So first off, it's recognizing it as a purpose. Secondly, I remember working with a husband one time who after we went through one of my modules just in the program, he saw through the anger into the hurt and the awareness and the realization that when the anger comes up, it's a protection, it's fight or flight, and, and the anger comes out as the fight. When he recognized that his wife was actually hurting and scared underneath the anger, there was a very quick shift for him in how he responded to it. And so by recognizing that there is a lot of hurt and fear and sadness under the anger, and when you tend to that pain, that's a big part of what calms the anger and the intensity down is when it is validated and responded to and cared for in a compassionate way. Because when the anger is seen and recognized for what it is, serving its purpose and getting underneath the protection, now the anger doesn't have to serve that purpose anymore. Really, it's seeking protection. It's seeking comfort. And so when it gets the when she gets her need met, the anger has it doesn't need to serve that purpose anymore because it's able to get the support that she she's able to get the support that she needs when her husband's able to come close and tend to that. And so the second thing is again to summarize that recognizing that there's so much underneath that and when you tend to that hurt and that fear and the and the sadness there, that's a part of how you diffuse that. Now it makes it way way easier for the husband to be there for his wife when she can share vulnerably. And so again, the anger comes up and kind of intercepts that. It's it's like a, it's a camouflage. Instead of getting in touch with the vulnerability when the anger comes out, it just it makes it harder for him because it that anger activates his own fight or flight. And then he starts to feel afraid. He doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want to make things worse. So oftentimes he pulls away. And so the crux of the work when couples are healing, if I were to boil this down into one sentence, that sentence would be for the injured partner and both people take turns being injured, right? It doesn't, I'm not just saying specifically with pornography. Well, yes, that's a big part of it. But when somebody gets their feelings hurt, when there's disconnection, when we, uh, when we, when we have interactions that hurt us, The crux of the work, the couples who are most successful are the ones who can share vulnerably how they feel and they share their sadness, they share their fear, they share their hurts in a vulnerable way. And then the other person responds with compassion. The work that I do with couples is centered and is 
is is driven in large part to help couples have different interactions together where they truly can get their needs met in this way because when you share how sad you feel and your spouse comes to you and says how you feel matters to me i really care about you yes i mishandled this situation i dropped the ball i made a big mistake here how i spoke to you in that instance or how I responded to your pain, or when I watched pornography, that did not reflect the care that I have for you, and I'm sorry. I need to do better. I'm committing to you that I want to work on this so we don't keep going through this same cycle over and over again. When somebody responds in that way, the the, the likelihood of that intensity of hurt and anger and resentment, the likelihood of that going away dramatically increases because again when you get in touch with that deeper level hurt and that person's no and the wife is no longer alone in that the anger can't help so often the anger can't help but get diffused because it's getting its need met again it's a tool so often to protect and to raise awareness or give attention to something that needs to change And so just to summarize, those are the three big things. There's other things that you can do, but those are the three that I want to highlight right now. It's recognizing that there is a purpose to the anger, acknowledging it, and then starting to meet the needs that are driving the anger. Number two, seeing through it to comfort it, to be different, to have different interactions, different conversations. And number three, to really tend to the hurt underneath it and make the action change change the behavior necessary in the follow through so that the dynamic in the relationship the situation changes so what that looks like is sometimes when i'll have sessions with couples we have these really really powerful conversations and the husband is able to comfort his wife the husband is able to meet her where she needs him to be which is on that emotional level to see her hurt to see her pain And then very, very often, the wife will say, well, this feels good, but I just need him to follow through now. I just need him to keep working on things. I need him to be different in these moments when we unravel. I just need that follow through and that commitment for him to be different. And so that's really the third element is that when you recognize certain behavior patterns, certain reactions, certain conversations that don't go well, it's receiving that feedback and then putting in place whatever you need to put in place, whatever tool, whatever mindset change, whatever approach to really change how you show up in those moments. The follow through is so often again where the rubber meets the road and ties everything together. The last thing that I want to talk about is this other scenario when despite the husband doing everything he can, If the wife is still locked into the anger, what do you do? And this is what's really, really tough. I've worked with people in the past where despite her husband's best efforts, despite him truly showing up in a different way, I see him in session. I see him reaching out to me in between sessions. He's sharing with me, hey, I'm stuck here. What do I do? Hey, help me with this. How do I respond to this? He's really seeking guidance. He's really seeking the support. He's showing up in session, right? He's really changing into a new person. It's really, really tough when 
That's the situation, but the anger still doesn't move. And those situations are less common, but they do happen. And I always start with the first three things, these strategies that I've mentioned to you today. I always start with that. How do, we, how do we start to work with the anger? How do we start to be there differently, offering comfort, following through, showing up differently in the relationship? I always start there because that, in many instances, in the majority of the instances, that's what moves the needle and shifts the anger for the benefit of both of them and for the relationship to then start to really grow. So on this other circumstance, when no matter what he does, no matter how well he's doing, if the wife is locked into the anger, then it's just, it's tough. And what I've found is that after his best efforts, if she's still there, there is a part of the equation that requires her to participate differently. And so again, I want to be very careful with how I describe this because I don't want to blame anything on her. And I have seen that it requires a wife to make a decision to receive his efforts. And sometimes, like I mentioned, in in one of these three scenarios, sometimes a wife is almost instantly able to receive her husband's efforts and have that translate to her feeling better, and then they can move forward. Sometimes it takes time, and that's okay. And other times, I've seen it where the wife will not accept her husband's efforts, and as a result... Without his comfort and care translating to her feeling better, she just doesn't feel better. And if she continues to not feel better, there's a threshold that we have as people. We can't stay in pain forever. We can't stay in situations that just aren't working forever. And so a part of the equation, after the husband has done his work, is for her to receive that work. And again, this is where it can be very, very tough sometimes. We want to absolutely acknowledge there has been pain. There's been tremendous amounts of pain. The situation was not deserved. This shouldn't have happened. None of this was okay. This is not her fault. And saying all these things, I hope, helps a wife, you who are listening, that you know that this this whole thing was not okay. And in terms of being able to move forward in a relationship, again, you have every right to make the choice however you want to move forward. But if the goal is to move forward, there is a part of the equation where the acceptance is necessary. The acceptance of his efforts. The acceptance that this wasn't okay and he wants to do this differently now. And I think that sometimes can be difficult because sometimes the fear for many women that I've spoken with is if I just accept this, my fear is that he's going to go back and just do it all over again and I'm going to get devastated and I can't handle that. Or she'll say, if I just accept these efforts and I move on, then he's going to get off too easy. It just feels too easy. And the amount of pain that he's caused me, it just doesn't seem right. So many women have good reasons for not accepting this effort. And so a part of really what I'd like to emphasize is if you can 
pay attention to or recognize and acknowledge that he's showing up differently. And if you can see that, and I'm saying differently, not perfectly, because there's no way for him to show up uh, perfectly, but he can show up differently and have a change in his heart and be committed to the process of continuing to improve. That we can work with. And so if you have that in your relationship and you see that, that's where you can find a degree of safety, knowing that he acknowledges that how things have been have not been okay. And his desire to do this differently can provide the safety that you need to know that if you accept these efforts, that the trajectory that you're on will continue to go up. Because if his efforts are translating to you feeling better, it has the opposite effect of the fear. The fear is, well, he's going to take the foot off the gas. Really, it has the opposite effect. It inspires, it motivates, it encourages, and it really amplifies his efforts because he's thinking to himself like, yes, this is finally working. I want so much to get through to her. I want to care for her. And when that starts to work, it often has that positive effect that really energizes him so he keeps going and doesn't go back to how things were and so when couples are able to come together again when it comes to him overcoming his addiction she's not responsible for that she can't make him do or not do anything that's not that's not her side of things but when it comes to healing the relationship that's something that one person cannot do by themselves and for many women who are listening to this so many women that I've spoken with have tried to have have tried to do this by themselves, uh, not knowing that their husband really wasn't participating. They've been f- fighting for the relationship. They've been begging for connection. They've been trying everything that they can, and as they do that, they're doing everything that they can. But that's just not it. Re- the equation is that it requires both people. And so finally, when the husband starts to get into action and shows up differently. Again, the equation still remains. You cannot do this by yourself. And so this is where this kind of final piece of acceptance comes in is can we accept the effort? And if so, that doesn't then minimize the pain and now he gets off too easy. The idea is we accept the effort so that the relationship can grow so you can feel better. Him getting off easy, again, that's a a protection that often keeps many women stuck. But recognizing this work isn't easy, and I'm not trying to you know, say this for sympathy for him, but the work is what's necessary, and when the work is done, and when he commits to be different in the relationship, again, that's like the work isn't easy, so there is no getting off easy. There, the, it, work is required, and because it's not easy, there's no pass. And so I hope that as I share this with you today, that this helps on some level for somebody in one of these categories. If you're feeling stuck, it's, it's understandable. It's normal. And I would encourage the husbands to really lean into doing the work. And then as the husband does the work, I would encourage and, and I hope, I genuinely hope from a really like caring place that you as a wife can receive those efforts for your sake because as you receive the efforts that will translate to you feeling better and that's what you deserve and i truly do want that for you 
And I don't just encourage people to just blindly accept somebody's words. Well, okay, like you're hearing this podcast and Sam says you got to just accept what the husband does and what they say. That's not what I'm saying. We don't just accept the words. We want to accept the actions, the effort, the desire, the trying. And if there's a part of you that can do that, that's where you're going to start to find relief, which ultimately is the goal of all of this is relief, healing, growth, and progress. So I hope that this helps. Again, I know there's many, many nuances to every situation. And sometimes making podcast episodes about some of this stuff is hard because I know that there are like concerns that people have. Or when I say certain things, they're going to think, well, yeah, but this is my situation. Or how could you say that when this is the case here? And again, this is where it's just tough. And that's why I really appreciate emails and feedback so I can speak more clearly to people who are struggling. And again, this is, you know, my hope that this these tools are helpful and and customizing this to your specific approaches. Again, always an option. I'm, I'd love to help in any way that I can. But as far as it goes today, I hope this has been helpful to see that there is a way through this. And it's absolutely possible to do. And I am encouraging you guys as you take these steps Uh, and I'm hopeful that this will translate to things feeling better for you guys. Okay, well, thank you again for listening today. I uh, would love to hear from you. If this is resonating or other episodes are resonating, please shoot me a message and you can uh, reach me at sam at healingcouples.org and I'd love to help in any way that I can and do more episodes that are helpful for you guys. Okay, thanks a ton. We will talk to you again next week. Take care. Okay, I hope that was helpful. And for any of the men who are listening, I want to invite you to join. If you're looking for some extra support and tools and help implementing these uh, tools and strategies so you can fully overcome pornography so that it doesn't have to follow you around anymore, go ahead and go to uh, www.facebook.com groups slash tools to quit. And the link is going to be here in the uh, show notes as well. So I look forward to watching you guys make progress and really overcome this addiction, get this problem out of your life, restore your relationship so you can actually move forward and leave all of this behind you in a way that there's actually closure.